Welcome, 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 geeks and nerds, girls and boys, to another all-new edition of geek to me Radio. Today we're going to be talking with Steve Murphy about his upcoming Rock'em Sock'em Robot event. We'll be talking about the new movies Life of the Party, Bad Samaritan, Deadpool 2, and some interesting fan theories and a Russo Brothers interview about Infinity War. Stand by. And if you are in the greater St. Louis area listening to us right now on 105.3 FM or 1380 AM, we appreciate your listening. If you are hearing us streaming online, thank you to all points out there in the world listening. And of course, if you're hearing us after the fact in the podcast form on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Podomatic, we appreciate your subscribing and listening each week. Uh, right now, my first guest is the owner and proprietor of Murphy's on 21. He has an upcoming event on May 19th. A Rock'em Sock'em Robot event, his fifth annual, Mr. Steve Murphy. Steve, thanks very much for taking time out of your Sunday to join us on air. James, thanks so much for having us, man. I cannot wait for this Saturday. It's going to be a great event to benefit Backstoppers the fifth time out doing it, as you just said. We're going back to our childhood. We're pulling out the Rock'em Sock'em Robots, the Blue Bomber, the Red Rocket, and all, <laughs> all for a great cause in Backstoppers. And Rock'em Sock'em Robots, for those who are not familiar, it's you had you had the two robots, and you basically they would sit there and just kind of punch each other. It's a game. It was hugely popular. I never had it because I was deprived as a child. But uh, for those of, who are kind of like, well, what is this doing? Are they playing a game? Kind of a, a, explain the event a little bit to people. Yeah, we've got six tables remaining as of this morning. A $100 donation gets you in the door. You'll be uh, table four people. Everyone will be in the tournament. It's a field of 32, double elimination. The winners, we've got corporate partners. Our event coordinator, Molly Matejic, did a great job getting everyone on board, everyone from City Museum to the Art Museum to the Magic House to Anheuser-Busch to our friends at Glazer. Uh, we've got neon lights. We've got tons of stuff for your man cave. It's, it's going to be a huge prize package for whoever wins this thing. But that $100 gets you a reserve table for four, gets you a free pizza of your choice, and, of course, you'll be boxing. Fantastic. So what, what's the skill level involved? Like, do we have, do we have like, we're not going to be up against pro people or, I mean, uh, what's, are there amateurs? Anyone can do it? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, the less skilled you are, the better you are off in this event, in my opinion. It's one of those kind of dumb luck button mashing kind of things. And some <laughs> people will tell you there's a little bit of a little skill to it sometimes. You know, I've seen guys just hold the button down and move their, move their arm around to kind of push the robot in the other guy's face. As the other guy just go to town, squeezing the button as hard as they can, pop, 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 and, once the head goes up, that's considered a, a knockout, and it's uh, the best of five. First one to three head pops moves on to the next round. So it's May 19th, and you're starting at 7 p.m. Uh, this is your fifth annual, and how long have these events gone? Have they like, been uh, some that go by really quick, or are they usually all time about the same? 
Uh, the evening will last about four hours of boxing, and then we'll have karaoke and DJ stuff to get us to closing time. Uh, like, like you said, 7 o'clock is the starting time this coming Saturday night. And it, it's, again, you don't have to be in the tournament. You can come and just watch. Yeah. I uh, will be donated a percentage of sales for the night to backstoppers as well. We're hoping to raise about $3,000 for them this Saturday. Nice. So, and you're down there on Tesson Ferry. Uh, for anyone in the St. Louis area who hasn't been down there, it's uh, 13226 Tesson Ferry Road. Uh, you guys, have, is it been five? It doesn't seem like it's been five years since you opened that place. Yeah, it's, we're just in our fifth year right now, come up on six years this fall, and uh, we're just two miles south of 270 on Tesson Ferry down by East Hardware in the Antique Mall. And for, you mentioned uh, for those people who like, well, I can't make it out on May 19th, but you guys always have something going on. Uh, so tell people a little bit about the establishment, uh, what different things you have going on, different nights of the week, trivia, things like that. Oh, it's Friday and Saturday nights, karaoke nine to close typically. Uh, we've got a big 12-foot high-definition big screen for all the games, whether it's the Cardinals or Blues or whatever's in season. Uh, we've got you know, a dozen TVs out there and kind of a barcade vibe going on right now where we've got a dozen arcade games and six pinball machines and just uh, have a good time every night of the week. Fantastic. And, uh, again, this uh, upcoming event, the Rock'em Sock'em, it does benefit backstoppers May 19th. 7 p.m., so mark it down your calendars. Uh, do people have a preference, do you find, when they come in, like, why well, I, I need the red robot, it's lucky for me, or do people like, yeah, whatever? I, they, they do, and sometimes we actually have people want to switch sides because they feel like one of the robots is working better than the other one. And <laughs> Some people take it a little more seriously than others, but it's really all about having a good time. And people get into it and start cheering. They find their favorites, and, yeah, we almost uh, – some of the guys even kind of bring a pro wrestling kind of vibe to it where they're – kind of get into character good guy bad guy modes and start talking smack and nice it, it's just it's a really good time fantastic and uh once again for those who would like to learn more is uh is it facebook only or do you have a website or are you on twitter where can people find you out there in the interwebs you can find us at murphy's on 21.com that's murphy's on 21.com which will take you to our facebook page that, that's our main online presence is through facebook right now or if you'd like to order tickets you can give us a call at 314-270-9200 Perfect. Steve Murphy, thank you so much for being on air. Uh, I'm tr- going to try to make it out there because uh, I've not been to one of your events for the Rock'em Sock'em yet, so fifth time's the charm. James, thank you so much for having us on. It's, it's been a pleasure as always, and I hopefully we'll see you Saturday night. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Take care. You too. There he goes, Steve Murphy. And again, if you want to uh, enter, all the proceeds do go to Backstop. If you just want to hang out and watch, you can do that and uh, have a alcoholic beverage and then stay around for karaoke afterwards which uh, is always a good time I'm, I'm a karaoke fan haven't done it in too long so may have to pop out there may 19th 7 p.m that address again 13226 tesson ferry road uh we have a lot to get to this particular uh show we did a segment uh i think it's been at least six months since we did it i've got in my hands right here Marvel Age, number 51, from June of 1987. In the back, well, about midway back, there's a direct sales store list. And there are places on Australia, which I don't think Salem would appreciate if we used their toll-free line to call Australia. Uh, So we'll try to keep it in the continental United States. But we did call a couple before. Uh, We called Golden Apple Comics, 7711 Melrose Avenue in L.A., California. They are still in business. So what we do is we make a game of it. We call one of the comic book stores on this list in one of the different states, and we just see, is it disconnected? Is it now a residence or a nursing home? Is it, uh, is it a restaurant? Or is it still a comic book store? We ask, are you still in business? And Golden Apple was kind enough to uh, jump on air and talk with us for a little while. 
Uh, one of the other ones we got a hold of was Comic Carnival in Indianapolis, Indiana, still in business. I think those were the only two. Uh, obviously, as you can imagine, 1987, it was a long time ago, and a lot of the brick-and-mortar stores are gone. Some of the ones we weren't able to get a hold of, Professor X's Comics in Carlsbad, California. Another one was called A Place of Interest, which is very mysterious. In Cathedral City, California, we also tried Cliff Biggers and Ward Batty, Dr. Knows Comics, which is a very lengthy name. Maybe that's why they're not around anymore uh, in Marietta, Georgia. So we're going to randomly pick one. I might even let Max pick the name of the place we call, and we'll try and see if one of these places is still in business. I do want to point out that uh, this segment brought to you by Marcus Theaters. Uh, Marcus Theaters, if you're going to see a movie, and there's a lot to choose from, we're, we're getting into prime movie season and we're going to be discussing some of the movies that we've seen coming up here uh, just had the screening of deadpool 2 which was fantastic uh, avengers infinity war still the number one movie in america just a juggernaut no pun intended blowing away the box office and life of the party with melissa mccarthy came out um we'll get into all those in a little more detail i know some people are not melissa mccarthy fans i am a melissa mccarthy fan and it's kind of one of those things where Certain people have a style. Julia Roberts, you know what you're going to get when you go see a Julia Roberts movie. Uh, you know what you're going to get when you go see an Adam Sandler movie or a Tom Cruise movie. I feel that's the way Megan McCarthy, or Melissa McCarthy is. Melissa McCarthy has a style. I like her style. So you kind of know what it is going into it, what you're going to get. And some people are like, well, I don't like her. So if you're, you're probably not going to like the movie if you don't like her. But I do, and I thought the movie was great. Uh, we're going to talk that. We're also going to talk about some... It's been a little over two weeks now since Avengers Infinity War came out. We're going to do a little bit of spoiler talk, and I read some theories uh, as to what might be happening in Avengers 4. Max was saying he saw an interview with the Russo brothers to kind of detail some interesting things that I had not thought of coming up in Avengers 4. So we'll be going into all that. And I want to mention, uh, be sure to tune in next week because we're going to have Karin Sony, who played Dopinder in Deadpool and Deadpool 2. And uh, we had a nice interview with him. We're going to air that for you next week because I want to make sure the movie is out in theaters because uh, he, he started to give some spoilers away. It's like, well, we can't do that. Let's, 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 let's back, walk that back a little bit. Uh, but we'll be doing that. If you're seeing these movies out, if you're going to go see Life of the Party, if you're going to see Deadpool 2, if you're going to see Avengers Infinity War, do it at a Marcus Theater. And you might be in the St. Louis area. You've got a lot to choose from. There's the beautiful Ronnie's, which is a destination spot. You've got the theater, the St. Charles 18, just over the Blanchette Bridge there off of Highway 94. Obviously, Chesterfield Galaxy is another one. Uh, there's not a bad place in St. Louis to go to any of the Marcus theaters all around. De Pairs being remodeled, uh, which is another favorite. That's probably the closest one to me, I guess, the closest Ronnie's. But the quality of the picture, I, I've gone to a couple other movie theaters. I'm not going to call them out. But the, the quality is just not the same. The, uh, the, the seats are a little worn. Uh, they don't have the drink selections. But Marcus Theaters is nailing it. It's five-star across the board. They've got the huge DXL screens. They've got the reclining seats. The ones in St. Charles have the heated seats, too. You probably won't need those in the summertime, but it's always nice to have that if you like to cozy up a little bit while you're watching a movie. Um, but the, the, the concessions, everything, the, the cleanliness, I can probably tell just by walking in the door if I didn't see the branding on the walls. If I'm in a Marcus Theater, it's not because they're clean, they're well-stocked, they're great place to go see, and everyone's walking around smiling. The, I've never met anyone at the staff, at the concession counter, at the ticket tears, the people cleaning up in the Take 5 lounge 
who doesn't have a smile on their face, who's not happy to see you. So if you're going to see a movie, do it in style. Do it first class, as my wife would say. She's not going to see another movie in coach. Go to a Marcus Theaters. You can check it out, marcustheaters.com, 11 different states in which you can find them. We're very glad to have them as a sponsor for the show. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. We'll be right back with Are You Still in Business? Stand by. Hey, this is John Heater. I played Napoleon Time and other unforgettable characters, and you're listening to Geek to Me Radio. I guess it's a pretty good station. I've never heard it or anything. I have a lot of favorite liners, but that was probably one of my favorite that John Heater was kind enough to do for us when we had him on uh, when we did our show live from Wizard World this past April. Uh, no, it was February, wasn't it? My goodness. It seems like it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. But yeah, that was uh, February that Wizard World St. Louis came through. Uh, this segment brought to you by our premier sponsor, Historic St. Charles. Discover stcharles.com is the website. Uh, I'm sure there's some mothers who are being treated to some fabulous food right now. It is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, but I'm sure there are many, many mothers being treated to some great dining experiences on Main Street in St. Charles right now. You got uh, Llewellyn's, there's Quintessential, uh, there's Magpies, there's the Winery of the Little Hills, uh, there's all sorts of places to eat. Uh, there's actually a brand new place that used to be Jay Noto's Bakery. It's a Mexican restaurant with margaritas and tacos right there in the 300 block of South Main Street. I haven't had a chance to try that one yet, but boy, I need to get down there, and I'm, that's going to be my next stop, I think. Um, even if you're not there to eat, Maybe you're just going to go shopping and you're looking for something new that you can't find anywhere else. There's a lot of stores up and down North and South Main Street that have all sorts of amazing things, stuff you won't find anywhere else. Uh, There's a sweet shop called Sugar Cubed in the 900 block. And if you're looking for some unique candies, uh, Jurassic World coming out on June 22nd. My wife's very excited. She's already planning to get some gummy dinosaurs from Sugar Cubed for the gift bags that we're going to give to my uh, sister-in-law and brother when uh, we go see Jurassic Park with them in a Marcus Theater, I might add. And there's little places like that up and down North and South Main Street. St. Charles itself is just a wonderful place to visit, especially now that it is warmer weather. We're finally got all the winterness behind us. Winter is not coming, as Game of Thrones would say. And it's a great time to get out there, bike or jog or go up and down the Katy Trail, uh, take your dog out in the park and play some Frisbee, just hang out, have a picnic. Have a picnic right there by the old historic train depot. If you're a history buff, they got places up and down there with little plaques. This was the original capital of Missouri. A lot of people don't know that. St. Charles was the first capital. The old capital is still there. You can go get a tour of that place. Plan your trip now. If you're not in the greater St. Louis, St. Charles area, you're coming from out of town. There's a lot of little quaint bed and breakfast you can stay in. Plan your trip. See what there is to do. Come on out and enjoy this jewel that we have right here in our own backyard. Discover stcharles.com is the website and of course on twitter at discover stc so as i mentioned we did a segment uh several times called are you still in business and we have uh, as i mentioned earlier right here max is looking at punishers on the cover marvel age number 51 june 
1987. Just to kind of set the stage for you, some of the comics that were coming out at that time, uh, Daredevil number 244. We just just had Daredevil 601 come out. This was uh, 300-some-odd issues ago. And we've got, uh, what else, Amazing Spider-Man number 290 was just out at that time. Masters of the Universe was a Marvel comic at that point. Web of Spider-Man number 28. Conan the King number 41. And X-Men versus Avengers number four of a four-issue limited series was out at the time. So you can imagine these comic book stores. This was kind of like the heyday. All the 80s stuff was going on before the graphic holofoil covers and everything like that were coming out in the 90s. This was some great... I, I'm an 80s junkie anyway, so I could, I could go on and on about that. But we're going to have Max tell me what state... I should call a comic book store. Is there a listing for Florida? We do have a listing for Florida. And what I will do right now is I'm going to call up, uh, we'll do this one, the Grinning Gremlin. That sounds fun. So I I'm like going, it, the Grinning Gremlin. The Grinning Gremlin. Let me see if I can read and dial at the same time here. Uh, grinning. Oh, so you know what? Where exactly is the Grinning Gremlin? It's on West Tharp Street. But you know what? They don't have a phone number listed, which is weird. Oh. Uh, but that's okay because there's some other ones in Florida that do. We're going to call... Live radio, folks. uh, Yeah. All right. This is uh, cover-to-cover books we're going to call. I like it. Uh, They're located on South... Or they were located on South 7th Street. Let's see if they still are located there. Cover-to-cover books could be like a giant bookstore that happens to have 10 or 12 comics. You know what I mean? Quite possibly. Okay. So I'm going to throw... It's dialing now. Um, I'm going to put them on hold. Can you go ahead and throw them on air? Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. Well, let me put them on hold yet. I said, well, let me put them on hold until they pick up. Live radio, folks, like we said, it's ringing. I going to say, I could call these people, put them on hold, and then put them on the air. That might be the better way to do it. Okay. Okay, well, yeah, it's ringing, but no one's, list- no one's picking up right now. So maybe it's they're closed. It's probably a retiree, I'm guessing, because Florida. Okay, it said, please leave a message after the tone. So that's not, uh, that's not one. All right, I don't think it's anything. This is a business. So if I give up the number on the air, it's not going to matter. Right, um, okay, sure. All right, so, uh, so Florida, that was the only one in Florida that had a number listed. Give me another state, Maxwell. Let's go with Ohio. Ohio. All right, we are going to call. They don't have one for Ohio. Ohio's not listed. This is not really working out too well. All right, let's do this one. Let's do this one because I like the name of the place. In North Carolina, it's called Comics Nuff Said, Stanley's tagline. Uh, Based in Charlotte, the number max is 704-333-5592. You know what we'll do is we'll edit this out of the podcast version. Perfect, perfect. Live radio, folks. What can we say? Um, So we're calling up Comics Nuff Said right now, located at 1500 Central Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina. See if they are indeed still in business. Uh, I will cross that one in Florida off because they were not. Family Book Trader and Cover to Cover Books both closed. We've got about three ringy dingies so far. Okay. We're working on the fourth ringy dingy. So right right now, we're finding out they're not in business, I guess. Um, You know we're cold calling people on Mother's Day. You know, I say Happy Mother's Day to people. I went to two different (laughs) comic book stores. I mean, and they were both open today. So... These places have no excuse if they are still in business. Looks like there's no answer. Enough said comics. I guess that was enough said. I guess. All right. Well, we'll try one more before we wrap this segment up as a total disaster. <laughs> uh, let's try. All right. I like the name of this one in Tennessee. Uh, the Great Escape. 
And the number is 615. I know for a fact that one is still open. Do you really? I used to live down there, and I would go to Great Escape all the time. They have CDs and comics. They have two listings, though. Did you go to the one in Nashville, Tennessee, or the one in Madison, Tennessee? In Nashville. That's where I live. Let's call them up then. Uh, The number is 615-327-0646. The contact is Cliff Furline. We'll see if, if Cliff still is still there. 1925 Broadway, Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, it's definitely still there because it's busy. <laughs> Someone else, another radio station is stealing our bit and calling that's that right. place right now. Well, that was a disaster. That's all right. You know what? They can't all be winners, <laughs> and that's the joy of live radio, much like live theater. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, we are the Forrest Gump box of chocolates of pop culture radio show. I will give a great shout, though, to uh, the great Escape. It's a, it's a huge store. They've got a ton of uh, vinyl and CDs and a lot of comic books as well. It was kind of based on some of the shops that I used to go to in Boston where it was a one-stop sort of pop culture shop, and you could buy your new Violent Femmes record and then your new Spider-Man comic at the exact same time. We have, like, V-Stock here. I mean, it's probably kind of like that, similar. like new material. Not, okay. Because V-Stock's a lot of resale. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Great Escape, I guess, did have some resale, too, now that I'm thinking about it. But a really cool place. So if you are listening to this show online and you are, happen to be in the Nashville area, go to Great Escape and tell them that a St. Louis radio show was talking about them. And tell them, uh, whoever's on the phone, to get off the phone because we're trying to call. <laughs> So, all right, well, that was an unmitigated disaster, but that's okay, because that's part of the thing. We found out two of the stores. We found out that, which one do we call, cover-to-cover books in Florida and Comics Nuff Said in North Carolina are are not still in business. So you're welcome to those two states if you're wondering where to go to get comic books. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take our next break. We're going to come right back talking movies, talking Life of the Party, talking Deadpool 2, talking Avengers Infinity War spoilers. For that movie only, not for Deadpool 2 and Life of the Party. Right after this, stand by. This is Will Friedle. You might have heard my voice as lion from Thundercats, Ron Stoppable, or Batman Beyond. And you are listening to geek to me Radio. Batman Beyond. His mother's name was not Martha. How did you just say Friedle? I think, yeah. It's not Friedel? I always thought it was Friedel, too. But but everybody called him Friedel. I know, but he said Friedel, because I was kind of surprised, so I'm glad I didn't, uh, when I was talking to him. You should have said, uh, sir, I'm sorry, your last name is Friedel. You're you're pronouncing your last name wrong, pronouncing your last name wrong. What are you doing? But his name was not, his his mother's name was not Martha, so he would have killed Superman, Batman Beyond. Uh, Will Friedel got to meet him at Planet Comic Con. Uh, Comic books, uh, we don't talk a lot about the books themselves. I realize that. We've had... uh, fantastic creators join us on the show. We've had Dan Jurgens in the past. We've had Brian Azzarello. We've had uh, Tony Isabella talk about Black Lightning. Mr. Um, JMD. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Dematias. Um, lots of creators, and we always talk about the, the stuff they've done. But the current comic book stuff, I will say if you're not reading uh, comic books right now, maybe you've been out of it for a while and want to get back into it, uh, DC Comics, for my money, is killing it ever since they launched Rebirth. And it's been, I think, almost two years ago uh, that Rebirth launched. 
where they kind of reset everything from their new 52. Um, but some of the great stuff they've got out, they just wrapped up their new uh, Batman White Knight series, which uh, is a very interesting, very, very interesting, well-written series. Uh, that should be available in trade paperback sometime soon. But a lot of people wait for the trade paperbacks. Get out there and buy the issues because you're supporting the company. You're supporting the writers and artists who are working on that book at the time. And that kind of helps a lot of times if it's not a limited series, like if you're reading Aquaman, which I never thought I would love Aquaman comics that would be on my pull list every week. But what they've been doing with Aquaman ever since they launched Rebirth has been fantastic. Uh, some of the comic books coming out, if you're going to go out, New Comic Book Day is always on a Wednesday, New Comic Book Day. Uh, this coming Wednesday, the 16th, you can grab Aquaman number 36, Batman number 47, which they're doing a great storyline right now. Uh, Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle are going to get married. Uh, somehow time has been fractured, though, and Booster Gold has had to go back into the future to try to save Gotham. Batman's running around shooting people with a gun, and it's not Bruce Wayne. Selina Kyle is a serial killer who's locked up in Arkham Asylum. Booster Gold's trying to fix the issues with this it just started uh, two issues ago batman 45 so you go out and grab 45 get 46 and then 47 this week you're caught up um batwoman is also a great read green lanterns is also out simon boz and jessica cruz are the new green lanterns of the earth um justice league no justice number two i just did a 15 second comic book review on my instagram for uh justice league no justice and if you're following me on instagram it's uh, my 15-second comic reviews. Hashtag 15-second, second comic review. Look those up. Uh, I enjoy doing them. I don't know how many other people enjoy doing them, but they get some decent hits each week, and I get some people who are probably drunk and compliment me on it. But I uh, always enjoy watching them. Well, thank you. If you read the books, I don't have time to read. And then I sum it up in 15 seconds. If you can't spare 15 seconds, you shouldn't be on Instagram. That's what I say. Uh, Instagram.com slash Radio or just at Radio if you're trying to find me there. Um, but, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming out. Um, X-Men, uh, there's, obviously there's always 12 different X-Men books to pick from. Uh, the big X-Men wedding special comes out. Kitty Pride and Peter Rasputin, better after, known as Colossus. After all this time. Tie in the knot. Good for them. I mean, they should theoretically be, uh, what, in their 50s by now each? But <laughs> this, through the magic of comic books, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, they're, uh, they're just now getting hitched. I think Kitty Pride is probably in her early 30s, uh, comic book-wise. she started when she was a young teen. Back she did. Then. So, I mean... In the know, 1980s, she's though. She's probably so. aged a lot more than... <laughs> than a lot of other comic book. That's true, that's true. So, so yeah, that's the one you might want to pick up, the X-Men Wedding Special. Um, Infinity Countdown is going on, if you're a fan of the Infinity War. And speaking of Infinity War, we're going to start talking movies right now. We're going to drop a few spoilers. Max was telling me about an interview with the Russo brothers. I read a thing from a gentleman who got 90% of his predictions about Infinity War were correct. Well, let's start with you. Um, he's the one who predicted that... that uh, do we again, need to put a spoiler tag on this one? Let's go ahead and say spoiler alert. If you've not yet seen Infinity War, you might want to pause the podcast or maybe you know turn the radio down and you know give mom another kiss on the cheek and another plate of eggs or something uh, for just a moment. So he predicted, he said Gamora ends up dying. Wow, that's pretty that's pretty good get right there. Yeah. I mean, I did not see that one coming. No, I did not either. Um, he predicted that, he he mentioned that, that Spidey would be one of the characters who fades away when Thanos snaps, which I was like, there's no way they're going to kill Spider-Man off. But he had that one right. He, I think the only one he didn't list that they did end up killing off was Black Panther. Uh, but he got everyone else right. He got Falcon right. And, uh, you know, he, he listed all the Guardians except Rocket hmm. um, fade away. So he got all those right. So nice. I was very impressed. So what he was saying, uh, that what his same source is giving him for Avengers 4, 
is that we're going to see a lot of the characters who some of the ones we didn't see hawkeye is going to be a focus evidently he is in japan hunting scrolls because they're setting up for the next phase of marvel will be secret invasion now they said in infinity war that he was under house arrest so is that just a cover i think so because that's where he he comes in as the ronin character uh who he was in the comic books briefly uh ronin he's over in japan hunting scrolls evidently from what i from what this guy's source has told him um so we'll see hawkeye come back um the idea is the remaining avengers decide they need to rebuild the infinity gauntlet uh, they are going to get the stones. Sure. They're going to go back in time and stop Thanos from getting them. So hmm. they say going forward. And again, I, this the only reason I'm mentioning this on air, folks, is because he got a lot of his predictions for Avengers Infinity War. Correct. So Avengers four we'll see. And we, we can go back and revisit this podcast and see how much he got right. He was saying that they go back and they get the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. And they start revisiting past moments in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the past 10 years. So they go back and get the, fir- the, uh, the, ty- the, the stone that the Guardians had in the first Guardians movie, which changes that whole movie. Huh. If they go back and get it before Ronan, the, the accuser, gets it. Right. So that changes that whole movie. They said they're going to go back and revisit parts of Avengers Age of Ultron. I wonder if actually they will. Okay, so we, before Infinity War Part 2 or whatever it's going, going to be called, we're going to get a Captain Marvel movie. Right. I wonder if we'll have some time-traveling Avengers in that movie. Because Ronan, the accuser, is in that film. Right. And obviously, Clark Gregg, uh, yes. Agent Coulson but is in how it. how crazy if all of a sudden a character that they wouldn't know, like a Black Panther shows up, and they're like, what is Wakanda? We've never even heard of it. Yeah. So we'll, I wonder if they're, what they're going to do with that. It would, be, it would be Shuri, maybe. Right. Yeah. So. But they, it'll be very interesting to see what they do going forward. So they, they go back, and it's going to – they said, uh, obviously, some of the characters we know are not coming back. Uh, J- the Russo brothers already confirmed some of those deaths we saw – are permanent. They're sticking. They're done. So we don't know exactly which ones yet. Um, but obviously, Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe Phase Four is going to look completely different from the past three phases we've got. Um, well, and, and with uh, the um, the Secret Invasion being the next big phase, which is perfect for Phase Four. The only thing we've heard about Phase Four is that we are definitely kicking it off with a Black Widow movie. They are interviewing directors right now. Uh, there was, uh, I think, Jonathan Voigt Davis uh, who did uh, uh, Kong Skull Island. He was interviewing for it. There's a couple other directors who were interviewing for it. So Scarlet is getting her Black Widow movie. Good. And I, we don't know where that will be set. I mean, that's what's great about the character. Scarlet still looks young enough. It could be set in Budapest, and we can find out what happened between her and her and Hawkeye. Who knows? But I think with Secret Invasion being the next big phase, I, this could turn on its ear some of the Marvel films that we know and love if some of the characters that we were following were actually scrolled. Let's say that that uh, Peggy Carter at a certain point might not have been Peggy Carter. That would be crazy. There could be amazing things. Let's say the real Pe- uh, Peggy is still alive. Let's say that maybe she could be reunited with Cap. There are great things that they could do with telling you, okay, from Iron Man 3 on, that wasn't Tony. We don't know. Right. For the audience who's listening now who only knows the films, who doesn't right, know Secret the Right, Secret Invasion, we should explain. We should, yeah, uh, scrolls are an alien race that can uh, uh, sort of, uh, they're chameleon-like, yeah. and they can look like anybody. And so right now, between James and Saul and myself, I am a scroll, let's say. And wow. I have no way of knowing that. I did not see that I, coming. I just told, I just, I let it out of the bag. I'm not Max Voisey. I'm someplace else at some other radio station. The guy here, I'm a scroll. I did see you heating up your coffee in the break room with a human torch arm. So that, that explains a lot now. Yeah, I, I didn't think of, think of it at first. but, but What a great idea moving forward, though, if, if some of the, the, the characters that we've had on movie posters and on T-shirts were not themselves. 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be really weird to do. I mean, guys, obviously we know. Um, I think Chris Hemsworth has said yes. I want to keep doing these. Yeah. As far as I know, Chris Chris Evans is out after Avengers four. As far as I've heard, I think he wants to be out. He wants to go be a director. He's already directed a movie called Gifted. That was great. And, I love that movie. And, and that's fine. He can go and, and do that. Hemsworth is down. He wants to come back. He wants to do a bunch. And and that character now that he's so beloved and he's sort of the star of Infinity War, I can almost guarantee he's not a scroll. Yeah. So. Now, Robert Downey Jr., I've heard conflicting things. I've heard some people say, no, he doesn't want to do another one unless certain things happen. He'll come back to do an Iron Man 4. But he's done these movies since, you know, since the beginning, literally. Well, the reason why I think he might be out is because uh, they have announced uh, the third Sherlock Holmes movie for Christmas, Christmas 2020. 2020. Yeah. And, of course, Jude Law is going to be in Captain Marvel as Captain Marvel. That's a whole long story. But but you've got, uh, uh, you know, Rachel McAdams is in the mm-hmm. MCU now with uh, Doctor Strange. But... but uh, they're, they're all going to be committed to doing a, a Sherlock Holmes movie, and those movies take a while to shoot yeah. and to write and to, to produce, and I don't, I don't think he'd be able to fit that in. And the reason why they've announced that is because I think he's kind of saying goodbye right now to Marvel. Yeah, and I mean, they could do so many things with Tony Stark's character. There's a, and again, we're going to really geek out here from it. Iron Man, towards the end of the original run, like issue 328, he became evil, uh, and his younger self, stepped in it was like young tony stark was in the armor and i love that run of the comic because it was like 328 to the last issue 334 uh when it ended and then they did the hero's rebirth or reborn uh but i love that series they could totally do that have some young kid younger than uh younger than tom holland come in and hey i'm tony stark i'm iron man yeah right now we've got uh in the comics we have something called the all-new iron man uh which is a young african-american female and Riri Williams, yeah. with, with the character of, of Shuri from Wakanda being so well-respected and well-loved by fans, and she's kind of her own little Tony Stark, I could see her taking over that mantle, too. And I think when, when you and I and when other geeks talk about how uh, Tony Stark has done or Robert Downey Jr. has done, I don't mean done with a period. I mean that he could come back for a cameo oh, yeah. for the next 10 years. That's not like Chris Evans. Uh, if you've you know if you followed certain Captain America comics, I think that Chris is just going to be done after yeah. the next film, which leaves the open for there's we, we've had a couple opportunities in the Marvel universe. Uh, Sam Wilson Falcon has stepped in and been Captain America lately. He's had his own book, and Bucky Barnes has stepped in at one point after Cap was killed uh, during the Civil War. Which is a uh, great book. Yeah, that was a great. So book. that uh, that came out and happened. So you never know what's going to go on. Uh, they can do anything in the movies. Um, do I want to mention the Russo interview now or take a break? What do you want to do? What to, let's take a break. Let's take a break. We're going to come back. Tease that. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about the Russo interview, which actually I didn't know. So this is going to be fun for me because all these uh, th- things that uh, the Russos talked about, who's dead, what's going to happen in the next movie going forward, uh, characters we didn't see. Max has all that coming at you. So stand by. We'll be talking more Infinity War spoilers, and we're going to try to get to life of the party in Deadpool 2 as well. Right after this. Stand by. Hey guys, this is Raul Coley and I play Dr. Ravi Chakrabarty on the CW's iZombie and you're listening to geek to me Radio. For those of you who remember that interview we just did with uh, Rahul Coley from iZombie, huge congratulations to the cast of iZombie, the showrunners, the writers, Rob Thomas, all the people involved. Been renewed for a season five and I told him it would happen during the interview. Go back and listen to it. Go to Podomatic, go to iTunes, go to Google Play. Find my interview with Rahul Kohli. Uh, I told him, I said, we'll be on the shows. Good luck. We had you on last time, and you were renewed shortly thereafter. Boom. You're welcome, cast and crew of iZombie. <laughs> I'm going to take full credit for that, even though I had nothing to do with it. Uh, this segment brought to you by Tenacious Eats. TenaciousEats.com is the website at which you can get your tickets if you've got royal wedding fever. Chef Liz has you covered. She's doing a special 
authentic English breakfast. You can view the royal wedding. You got to get up early, but it's a breakfast thing. The food itself is worth it. Uh, you'll get to watch the royal wedding be served a specialty English authentic breakfast by Chef Liz, who knows her food. She is a genius in the kitchen. She also knows her movies. Maybe the royal wedding's not your thing. Check out some of the other events Tenacious Eats has done. Look at the menus that she does for her events and check out upcoming events. Movies uh, that pair a five-course specialty dinner with specialty cocktails with each course. A fantastic time is had by all. You can get your tickets, look up the past menus, meet the team, and more. TenaciousEats.com is the website. Uh, We were talking about Avengers Infinity War, some of the stuff that I had heard that we might get in the fourth movie coming out in less than a year, folks. We've got less than a year to wait. Max was telling me about some interesting stuff, and he didn't want to tell me everything because I want to be surprised live on air because uh, it's more exciting that way for me. Max, uh, you said you read an interview with the Russo brothers. That's right, on Huffington Post, and this is really gaining steam today, but a lot of people might not have heard it, so I wanted to break the news here on the geek to me radio show. Uh, the Russo brothers, Anthony and Joe, were asked uh, by the reporter, uh, you know, there are a lot of Marvel supporting characters that we didn't see in Infinity War, even though there was something like between 40 and 60 <laughs> superheroes in this film. And so they were asked the fates, if they knew the fates, and the Russo brothers said yes. Actually, they talked to not only Kevin Feige, but some of the other writers, directors of the other films to say, what are we planning for Avengers 4? Um, who's going to be there? Who isn't? And so they asked uh, some different character names. Here's what they said. We have two confirmed dead. One doesn't really matter unless you really wanted Liv Tyler to return to the Marvel Universe. <sighs> Betty Ross is deceased. She is gone. The snap took her. And the other one, though, was a bit more of a shock to me. Lady Sif, Jamie Alexander. We didn't see her. She wasn't in Ragnarok. We always going to say we haven't seen her since the second Thor. Well, and that's because of her television role on Blindspot. Yeah. And she wanted to come back for Ragnarok, except that uh, if you know what happened in that film, it would have been one scene anyway. Yeah. And so with her not appearing, I thought, well, maybe she could be in the next movie. Nope. She's done. And I think Marvel just can't negotiate with NBC, of course. You know, yeah. Marvel owns ABC, and they're not going to let her out of of her contract. So no more Lady Sif. So if you liked that love triangle, nope, sorry, she's mm. gone. As far as who survived, the first one is just a bit more of a gag than anything else, but uh, they talked to James Gunn and Howard the Duck. Uh, Thank survived. goodness. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we'll see him. Wasn't that voiced movie? by Seth Green, if yeah, I'm not mistaken? Yeah, so, so Seth, Seth Green's going to be in the next uh, phase <laughs> of Avengers, folks. I don't know if that'll be the case, <laughs> but that was a really funny answer. Uh, and then this one is something that I think will possibly impact Avengers 4. The other one who they said absolutely survived was Aunt May. And the reason why that is interesting, again, spoiler tag, if you haven't seen it, is uh, maybe uh, her nephew doesn't. And so I can see them really leaning on that for some sort of emotional impact in that next film. You see Aunt May at home, half of the planet's been decimated. That could be really great for Marissa Tomei. Yeah. So, and the, the, the biggest part of the entire interview, when they were going down these, these uh, names, uh, they finally got to Jane Foster. Oh, yeah. Famously played by whom, James? Natalie Portman, of course. And so they asked uh, the Russo brothers, and the Russo brothers uh, declined to answer. They said it was too spoilery. They said, now, when we say spoiler, we mean potential spoiler, Anthony Russo told HuffPo, meaning they might have plans for that reveal in the upcoming adventure sequel, depending on Portman's availability. On the press tour earlier this year for Annihilation, Portman told the Wall Street Journal, as far as I know, I'm done. She went on to say, I don't know if one day they'll ask for an Avenger 7 or whatever. I have no idea. It was a great thing to be a part of, and I'm completely open to everything, but I have no news about that yet. And then she laughed. Okay. Now so that brings up something else my that I, explode right my there. source mentioned about Thor. Um, evidently, in Avengers 4, and again, this is from the source who had a lot of stuff right, but 90% of his stuff was right for 
Avengers uh, so far. And it would be very interesting because we saw a glimmer of it in Age of Ultron is at some point during the battle uh, in Avengers 4, Thor does somehow get killed, incapacitated. Steve Rogers lifts the hammer, mm-hmm. which means Molnir must come back. So when they time traveled to try to get the stones back and stop Thanos eventually, mm-hmm. obviously somehow Molnir is back in play, which I don't see the point in introducing Stormbreaker unless... Right. You're bringing in Beta Ray Bill. And, and, and uh, yeah, so and, and I, I would love for Portman to come back if they are doing some sort of time travel. Maybe her story is also altered. Maybe she's still on, on Asgard. Maybe Asgard is not wiped out. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do with that. And the fact that she was cagey about it, not saying no, the fact that they wouldn't answer the question means people are trying to get people to sign on the dotted line. And I think we could see the return of Portman to the Marvel Universe. And they've done, you mentioned the Aunt May thing kind of being a heartbreaking thing. They they have been memes. You've probably seen them on Twitter and Instagram of uh, from Spider-Man Homecoming where, you know, Tony steps out of the Iron Man suit because he goes, oh, you sent your drone again. And it's actually Tony Stark in the suit this time. Right. And Tony tells Spider-Man when he takes the suit away, he goes, if you die, I feel like that's on me. And they show him holding Peter's body. He's like, oh, actually, yeah. I'm going to tear up a little sure, bit. Sure. So I just got chills. So having, thank you for that. Yeah, oh. having that interplay with Aunt May, Marissa Torme, and Robert Downey Jr., uh, would be very interesting to see. So there you go, folks. Spoilers for Avengers Infinity War and possibly spoilers to come for Avengers 4. We're going to take our last break. We'll come right back and wrap things up after this. Stand by. Hi, this is Dean Devlin, director of Bad Samaritan, and you are listening to geek to me Radio. And, you know, we've had some great guests on in the past. Dean Devlin has certainly been one of them. He was on my list ever since I started this radio show. Uh, if you're going to see a movie this weekend, maybe you're looking to take mom to see a movie uh, tonight for Mother's Day, go to do it in a Marcus Theater, first of all. But Bad Samaritan is still out in theaters. Bad Samaritan is a suspense, uh, just a, a spine chiller. And if you want a chance to get to see that, Robert Sheehan and David Tennant, uh, obviously 10th Doctor, and Kilgrave from Jessica Jones, directed by Dean Devlin. Fantastic film. Go out and see Bad Samaritan. Uh, also, Life of the Party with Melissa McCarthy came out. Uh, we ran out of time. I was going to do a little bit longer review, but you can always go to geek2meradio.com. Click the WordPress tab. It'll take you to my blog. All my movie reviews are there. As soon as the embargo lifts on May 14th, I will be posting my Deadpool 2 review. If you enjoyed the first one, I liked it even better. Uh, it did some things, and I can't say anything now without spoiling it, and I don't want to do that. I feel bad about what we said about Avengers Infinity War, so I don't like spoiling movies, but uh, we will have that review. Also next week, Sunday, we'll have our interview with Karin Sony Dopender from Deadpool 2 and Deadpool, and we'll have all that and more. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at geektomeradio.com. My thanks to Max for jumping on air and helping us out with the movie reviews. Until then, folks. Great escape. Good night.